Because the truth is, all of us need some of us to make it through this journey at EPWY. So throw them AirPods in, or your Apple headphones with the mic in your ears, get your notebook out, and get ready for your extra course. Black Girl at PWI is starting now, and class is officially in session. What is up? What is up? What is up, beautiful people? Y'all are tuned in again to the Black Eyed PWI podcast. And there's only one thing that I really want to say to you today, and that is thank you so much for continuously supporting this journey of the Brianna Simone, myself, um, and just creating and pouring into you all and making a community out of a, you know, a group of people or an experience that many times gets left out of the conversation around blackness and around black people. So yeah, today is, if y'all check y'all's calendar, today is quote unquote the last day of February, right? Well, which it is. Um, When you're hearing this, ideally February 28th. And then on the other end, it is technically, technically, technically it's the last day of Black History Month. I know, boo, tomatoes, tomatoes, I'm throwing tomatoes. I I am right there with y'all, right? I'm right there with y'all. Um, Today, that was a little interesting because instead of focusing on it being the last day of Black History Month and, you know, me throwing out Black history facts and things of that nature, I think that's beautiful. I think it's important for us to be educated on our people and what we come from and, and what we currently do. But we kicked off Black History Month in a different way, right? When we said it's BIM, you know, we, we spoke to the fact that BIM is a consistent state of being for Black folks. Black History Month is just that, a month for America to attempt to recognize Black folks. But we are the very fabric of America. We have built America from the ground up and will continue to be producing Blackness unapologetically all throughout the year, not just in the month of February, right? We joke about uh, February is the shortest month of the year and that just so happens to be Black History Month, right? We make all these jokes and things that nation. I think it's very fair, but I think it's so important on, quote unquote, the last day of Black History month or rather the last day of February to talk about what it means to be black in America and to always be black. So the title of today's, I was going to say today's message, the title of today's, you know, episode is, is BIM, right? It's always BIM. It's forever BIM, as black as it's going to get. Okay. Now, you know, in the first episode, if you listen to the first episode, you know, I talked about, okay, it's Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? In the month of, in the month of February, in Black History Month, on God's Black Earth, okay, I'm going to be blackity, blackity, black, black, black. Ain't nobody going out nigga me. I'm going crazy, right? I'm dressing to the T. I'm doing this and a third. And yo, I still had that same energy. Now, I'm not going to lie. Black History Month for me was exactly what I told y'all it should be for all Black folks. And that was a month of rest. In this month, I personally learned that rest cannot be a second uh, nature to me. It has to be my first nature, right? And that doesn't mean rest and be lazy. That doesn't mean rest and, and, and take my hand from the plow. But rather, it means I need to make sure that I am not getting engulfed in the flames and the smoke of white supremacy so much that I do not take time to breathe life into my Black body, right? 
When Maya was on last week, we talked about this. We talked about leading with love and and operating out of love when it comes to Black student advocacy and community organizing. But you also have to have the capacity to fill in and to give out that love. It's going to be hard for you to lead others black in Black student advocacy efforts, whether at a PWI or HBCU, to be a Black student leader. It's going to be hard to lead and to do so passionately if you were not able to fill your cup with true love, right? And that's not just a true love for people, but that's a true love for yourself enough to sit down and to rest and to eat at least three times a day, and to drink your water, and to take your vitamins, especially vitamin D, and your iron supplements, especially for Black women, right? In moments to say no, when you're always taught and encouraged to overwork and overperform, right? All of these things, when we don't take them seriously, we end up not resting. And then, therefore, we end up not having the capacity to love others as fully and as thoroughly, as completely as we want to. So as we're on February 28th, right, um, going into a new season of March, I want to encourage And just take that time today to just encourage all the folks listening to this, especially my Black folks listening to this, whether at a PWR or HBCU, it doesn't really matter. I want to encourage you to continuously celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself in and out of Black History Month. For the folks who this is their first time understanding and grappling with and identifying with their Blackness, I love you and you're doing amazing. But also to my folks who are like, I'm tired. I'm not tired of being Black, but I'm tired of the plight that comes with being Black in predominantly white spaces where I feel like I have to overperform or overwork or overexplain and overeducate and get underfunded and underrepresented and be um, talked over. You know, all of these things that make it feel pointless to be in the spaces to those folks, right? I want to encourage you to rest like you've never rested, not just in the month of Black history, but in the month uh, or in the year of 2022 and every year after that. If we say that Black history cannot be limited to a month, then we have to live that out, which means whatever Breezy said and whatever I said Earlier in the season, right, talking about Black History Month and rest and celebration and uh, advocacy, all of those efforts, they go to waste if you feel like they only apply to the month of February. That, that leads to getting caught up in this, this overlapping and overwhelming process of just doing the same thing until the next February. Why? Our ancestors fought harder than that. The folks who we reflect on in Black history, they didn't fight so hard just so we would have to keep fighting throughout the year without putting ourselves first and putting our peace of mind first and putting our words first and putting our love for others and our love for ourselves first. That is especially important as we continue in this this season of Black Rider PWY, as we continue in this episode, but love as we continue in this year and the years to come. Maya and I talked a little bit about this as well, right? We talked about the element of how hate and love can be embedded in your DNA almost. I don't know the proper word for it. I know there's a word for it. I just don't know the specific word for it, right? But it's this, it's this sense of like a, a repeated trauma and PTSD, things of nature. It kind of becomes ingrained in the next generation. It something with DNA copying and something like, but basically you pass down your experiences and your interactions with those experiences. And so imagine if we all start taking a committed approach to loving ourselves, loving others into resting and encouraging others to rest, what that can do for our community. 
right? It sets, it sets us apart a ton because what are we overworking ourselves for? Uh, yeah, I know racism. Yeah, I know white supremacy. Yeah, I know capitalism. But for what if at the end of the day, you still die from being tired and your spirit dies from being fatigued and your mind dies from being in predominantly white spaces in which you feel like you have to prove yourself? What good is being in these spaces and fighting if at the end of the day, when we don't rest, we end up dying anyways, right? You're able to battle white supremacy when you rest. You're able to battle hate when you practice love. You're able to battle um, uh, imposter syndrome when you take the time to figure out who you are. And if you all notice as I'm speaking, I'm basically saying all the things that we talked about all month long in February. We talked about love. We talked about rest, the importance of rest. We talked about the importance of knowing who you are, especially in white spaces. We talked about the importance of not being overwhelmed with who you need to be and what you need to act like and what you need to look like and all these different things, right? We talked about the importance of uh, knowing your identity and who you are as a Black person. And then we talked, you know, with Maya coming on, uh, an amazing guest, by the way, we talked about uh, Black student advocacy and what it's like to lead with love, right? To lead with a full cup. What it's like to to extend grace to other Black folks who may not know um, just how important they are at that PWI or just how loved they are in general, right? So this, this episode is nothing more than a reminder that you must take time to love your Blackness, to love yourself, to love the Black folks around you, to do it without condition, to extend grace to yourself, to your state of mind, to your emotional capacity. This is your reminder to rest, to say no, my God, to say no, and to continuously have this attitude towards yourself that says, I am not allowing myself to be overworked in spaces in which I'm not appreciated, I'm not respected, I'm not seen, and overall, I'm just not seen fully in who I am as a Black person, right? Because all of those things add up. All of them do. There's this funny thing. I don't know if you all have seen it, but I see it on Twitter. I see it on Instagram. I see it on Facebook. I be doing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's when somebody says something to you where they do something audacious and you're like, yo, in Black History Month? In Black History Month. That's what you're doing. That's, is that what we doing, right? I remember today in class, no cap, or a couple days ago in class, rather, um, we had we were talking about something, right? And Maya had said, yes, the Maya Simone, Maya had said something. She was like, oh, yeah, like, so say, like, they're Black and they're poor. And it was like, dang, Maya, in Black History Month, she was like, I know, dog, I'm tripping. That is the energy that I want us to have for the rest of this year and the years after. In Black History Year? That's what we doing? That's what that's what we're doing. That's the energy we're putting out there. You know what I'm saying? Because it creates a different attitude. I'm not limited to a month, right? We say, okay, if you don't respect me all year long, the least you can do is respect me in Black History Month. But I would argue, like the title of today's podcast says, this as Black as this going to get, <laughs> respectfully, which means... Any type of exclusive activity or or uh, different amounts of respect and attention I was getting in Black History Month, I want that all year. This as Black as this gonna get. If you think that February is a month of blackity, black, black, blackness, imagine Black folks living out their best lives, their most rested lives, their love-filled lives, their vision-set uh, lives, their resource-having lives all year and generation long. 
Do you know how radical that would be um, and all the ways that our world would change by us doing what we need to do to make sure we rest and we keep that same energy with the folks around us that it's as Black as it's going to get? We can't wait for another February, February 2023, to start loving ourselves, y'all. We can't. It would be inappropriate for us to wait until February 2023 for us to get promoted by other businesses for the hard work that we do in the community and the small black businesses that we have growing. That that sounds a little crazy. If we're talking about black history, we know that we live out black history every day. We know that we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. And on top of that, that we are black history. I say that as the first black woman, um, first black SCA president, first black female SCA president at my predominantly white institution. But just in general, what person in history has done exactly what you have done? There are some folks who will never or some folks in your bloodline who have never rested the way that you've rested. You're making history. There's some black folks in your bloodline who have never loved so fully and unconditionally and and sometimes strategically the way you have loved. You're making history. There are some black folks in your bloodline or in your community who have never worked as hard as you have to make sure your no is your no and your yes is your yes. That's you. That's history. The same way we will give credit to our Black ancestors, to our ancestors who have gone before us in many ways, shapes, and forms in different spaces, we'll give credit to them for being the first Black lawmaker. We'll give credit to them for being the first, um, you know, person to create the light bulb, right? The, like, all of these different things, the first person to create the traffic light and the first Black uh, president of the United States and all these titles. But if we start taking it bit by bit, You're the first Black person in your bloodline, in your family, who decided to put you first. When we have gotten conditioned to serving everyone else but ourselves, you might be the first Black person in your bloodline who decided to go to an HBCU instead of fishing for white acceptance at predominantly white institutions in which you're most abused. You might be the first black person in your bloodline to decide to parent differently. That way you're not exerting the same type of force that white folks exerted on black people during enslavement and even now on your own children. You might be the first black person in your bloodline to step out on faith and to create a podcast on the predominantly white experience of black folks or the the experience of black folks in predominantly white space. You know exactly what I meant. All in all, (laughs) all in all, family, we are making history. We are living history. We are breathing history. We are speaking history. We are walking history. We are resting history. We are loving history. We are creating history. We are Black history year. We are Black history era. We are Black history. This is as Black as it's gonna get. At every turn, at every corner, on Instagram, I'm not on Twitter no more, but on Instagram, maybe even on Facebook, I don't know. It's a new, another Black creative. It's another Black film director. It's another Black producer. It's another Black business owner. It's another Black lash tech. It's another Black uh, engineer. It's another Black aerospace dynamic major. It's another Black musician. It's another Black worship leader. It's another Black pastor. It's another Black um, community leader. It's another Black activist, organizer, student, uh, sister, mother. Uh, uh, all these different... 
accomplishments and positions and uh uh I don't even know the I don't even know the words like all all these different things. And it's like, yeah, that's as black as it's gonna get. What else are we waiting for besides us to sit down and to actually rest and love ourselves fully and unconditionally to the point where we can really change our entire generation and bloodline in a radical way that others have overlooked because they thought that fighting hate with hate or being in white spaces and allowing yourself and your soul to be so beat down under the ground was appropriate. This is as black as it's going to get. You are as black as you gonna get. And that's something to celebrate. That's something to celebrate beyond a month, beyond even a year. That's why I said generations and I said bloodline and I said era. Because if we try to contain our blackness, as we've seen, all it does is explode into something even greater because our blackness is not meant to be contained. It's meant to be embraced. It's meant to be loved. It's meant to be further cultivated. It's meant to be expressed. Our blackness creates even the greatest things of this world. Not taking uh, any credit from the one true creator, but our blackness expresses the deepest and darkest feelings, right? Of sadness and joy and grief in the most beautiful ways. It's almost like Almost everything we put our hands to are an expression of just how great we are in overcoming adversity and showing up when other people don't and loving unconditionally when other people hate us and going before other folks when they're too scared to step first. It's creating culture and creating trends and being the trends and creating social media and running the very things that make our world go round, right? That is Black history. This current moment that you're sitting in on the quote-unquote last day of Black History Month, on the last day of February. That is the concept that drives us forward. Not even the concept, but a concept made reality. This is as Black as it's going to get. We are, undoubtedly, in my opinion, who we have been waiting for. Right? So when we look at our lives and we look at how we showed up in Black History Month, there might be some folks who are like, hey, I ain't do none of what you said, Brie. I did not rest. I did not sleep. I ain't take my vitamins. I was up all night. I did this. I did that. I argued with white folks in the classroom. I sat with administrators and cussed them out. I, you know what I'm saying? If you're like, yo, Brie, I ain't do nothing that you said to do over the past three, four weeks um, to honor Black History Month and to celebrate and to go out with my friends, drink and not drink, but to play Black History card games. I ain't do none of that. That's okay. Because you got all year. And every year after that, to commit to yourself more than you commit to these white spaces that you're in. I think it's worth noting that we can only give out what we have inside of us. And so if we allow ourselves to exist in these predominantly white spaces and to exist in these predominantly white spaces, allowing ourselves to be confined and spoken over, to be ignored, or even to be targeted, to be the spokesperson for all Black people, if we continuously allow ourselves to do that and to be so pulled by the demands of white supremacy more specifically, what we'll allow ourselves to do is to get so caught up in this lie that Black history is just a month. And it's not. That has us on the edge of wondering, okay, who, well, who's going to come after us? 
Who's going to be the next Malcolm? Who's going to be the next Martin? Who's going to be the next Rosa? Who's going to be the next Claudette Colvin and the James Farmer and the John Lewis and the fill in the blank, fill in the blank, fill in the blank? You are. And you're not the next John Lewis. You're the next fill in your name. We don't need another MLK. We need a next fill in your name. We don't need another Martin, Claudette, Colvin, Rosa Parks, John Lewis, anybody else filling your name. This is as Black as it's going to get. We are who and what we've been looking for. And this isn't to say that there is this hierarchy in which we are at the top because we can look at social reality and realize, in fact, no, right? But this is to say that the person looking back at you in the mirror doesn't have to wait another year to see themselves again. But that every day after February 28th, you can look at yourself in the mirror and choose you and all your blackness in all your blackness every single time. When we say that Black History Month is over, I feel like sometimes we even make it seem like Our hope is over, right? Our joy is over. Our excitement about being Black is over. That we have to wait another year. And trust me, those months between that year is long. That we have to wait another year filled with more Black young people dying, more gun violence in our communities, more police brutality, more protests, more inaction from the government. Yo, Side note, tell Joe Biden to cancel student debt and tell him to stop playing in our faces, right? That we have to uh, figure out more generational and family trauma, that we have to experience more trauma in being the only black person or the most uh, conscious black person in our predominantly white spaces or in predominantly white institutions that we're currently attending, right? That we have to wait, wait a year and labor and grieve and mourn and hurt and ache for a whole nother year before we can see ourselves again before we can see ourselves in the entirety of who we are, that is preposterous. I had to say it, it it's just preposterous. Because Black person, who's listening? You are seen every single day. It's a shame if you are in predominantly white spaces and at predominantly white institutions in which them white folks see you, Right. They see you. They recognize you as black. They hear you all that where they can see and hear you more than you see and hear yourself. Because, again, their validation does not make or break you. It does not determine who you are in the very essence of your being. And so imagine if someone who cannot determine who you are, your destiny or anything like that, imagine that they see and hear you more than you see and hear yourself. So when we say as black as it's going to get, or rather how it's written in the title and how I'm going to say it, as black as it's going to get, G-O-N-E, right? Straight Ebonics, as black as it's going to get. When we say that, what we mean is that currently we are enough. Currently me and all my blackness, plus all my flaws, is enough for me to keep showing up. Me and all my blackness and all my flaws is enough. 
to keep loving on myself. Me and all my blackness is enough to keep fighting for my community and fighting for social justice and reparations and everything in between. Me and all my blackness is enough for me to still come into a predominantly white institution or to in, into a predominantly white space and love myself openly and talk about my people boldly in full support of what we do and how we move forward. Me and all my blackness is enough when I look in the mirror and I see my self, right? Me and all my blackness is enough for me not to shy away in the classroom when I think I'm being a little too loud. Me and all my blackness is enough when I have to sit here and record talking hopefully to other black folks all across the country and across the world who are struggling with seeing themselves. Me and all my blackness is enough right now because I'm as black as this gonna get. And so it is with you. You and all your blackness is more than enough for every single space that you walk into, be it HBCU or be it PWI, be it predominantly white space or predominantly non-black space, whatever it is at any family reunion, cookout, or any other event in between, you are enough in all your blackness. Emphasis in all your blackness. That is the, the weird blackness. That is the quirky blackness. That is the fashionista blackness. That is the social media guru content creator blackness. That is your, the, the black Christian blackness. That is the black believer uh, blackness. That is the black sports player, the black producer, the black musician, the black singer blackness. That is the church kid blackness. That is the grew up in predominantly white spaces blackness. That is the I don't have no accent, but I'm blackity black blackness. That is the mixed kid blackness. That is the my mama white and my daddy black blackness. That is the both my parents are straight black blackness. That is I'm not African-American, but I'm African blackness. That is all your blackness. It is enough. And I'm especially honored on the last day of February to be able to speak to somebody and let you know slash remind you in a short period of time that you are so enough, so enough for all that you currently are, despite all that you will do, that you are enough in all of your blackness to carry it outside of a, a month of February and into the very lifestyle that you will continue to live until you breathe your last breath, that you are enough that you don't need to be told every February that you're enough because you walk with it like you walk with your cell phone or you walk with the hair on your head or you walk with the clothes on your back. That you're enough. You didn't need me to say it. You don't need America to recognize it in a month. You don't need community members to do programs about it. <laughs> You don't need classrooms to recognize it in order for you to have peace. You don't need Black History Month events for it to validate what I'm saying. You are and have really always been enough. One thing when I think about our ancestors, and I think about them a lot, one thing I think about is whether or not they truly knew the weight of what they were doing. Do you know? And if they did, would they feel like everything that they went through and not resting and not being able to rest was worth it, you know, if we're still not going to rest? I think about it. I do. 
I think it's so easy to say we're our ancestors' wildest dreams. And we never think to include within that dream that they probably wanted to dream big on rest. That we say, oh, our ancestors' ancestors' wildest dreams was for me to be the first black fill in the blank of this position. Sure. I'm sure. But what if their wildest dream was just for you to sit down and be able to love your blackness without stipulations or restrictions? Boldly and audaciously and fully and thoroughly and authentically to love who you are and who you've been created to be. What if that was the wildest dream? I think it puts things into perspective. A lot of perspective, actually. Because then that reminds us, and to a degree, I think it shows us that we can't outperform or overperform white supremacy. That's not what the crutch of our existence is based upon. So why do we use it as the fuel to keep us running when things get tough? We can't. It has to be seeing ourselves when other people see us and ignore us or see us and hate us or don't see us at all. We still have to wake up every morning, look in that mirror, whether it's February 1st, February 28th, or if it's March 1st, or if it's April 15th, or if it's December 28th, whatever it is, we still have to wake up, look in the mirror, and say, it's them. (laughs) This as black as it's going to get, respectfully. And let that be enough to carry us into the next day of us showing up, fighting, loving, resting, believing, with faith, That we are, in fact, our ancestors' wildest dreams because just as it was for them, so it is for us, as Black as it's going to get. So I hope that you feel encouraged by this. I didn't want to make this super long. You know what I'm saying? Extremely long to where we're like, I ain't trying to hear none of this. Um, But I did want to pour into you all and let you all know that you all are so loved. I love you. I'm, I'm breaking, what is it, the fourth wall? Does the fourth wall exist on audio? I don't think it, anyways, I'm going to break the fourth wall, fifth wall, a non-existent wall since it is audio. And I'm just going to say, I appreciate y'all for listening. I know you probably didn't think I was going to shout it out. You thought we was going to go straight to the trailer. No, I want to let you know that I, the Brianna Simone, appreciate you all, you, yes, your two ears listening to this. I appreciate you and all of your blackness. And if you're not black, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you too, dog. It's it's all love around here. There's enough love to go around. But for everybody who listens, I appreciate you all more than words can ever describe. Um, I really do. I haven't done like a personal note per se, but I think this is the perfect time as we get ready to go into um what I believe to be a radical season of love and joy and um abundance and uh, self-realization and change. Um, that is important that I, I just recognize how much being able to talk with you all, even though y'all, y'all don't really talk back, right? Being able to talk to you all and share with you all how much that pours into my cup to be able to consistently show up and love on you all, even if it's just through this audio component. You all are so appreciated. It's like when I speak, I don't see, I, I don't see who I'm talking to, right? But at the same time, I see who I'm talking to. So I'm sitting here, you know what I'm saying, looking at the mic, and I got a ring light beaming in my face. And I'm, you know what I'm saying, sitting in this chair in this booth, 
and I can't see nobody. It's a dark room. Matter of fact, it's extremely dark. I can't see nobody. But it's like when I talk, I feel y'all. And so I hope that after listening to this and as we continue on with the season one of Black Girl at a PWI, that your faith and your um, love for yourself continuously increases as my love for you all has always been set at the absolute highest point in which one person can love another without seeing or experiencing them personally, right? I love y'all. I hope y'all realize that it is not just Black History Month, it's Black History Year, okay? Okay? Respectfully. This is as Black as it's gonna get. I'm as black as it's going to get. Y'all going to get all this black, black, blackity, black, black, blackity, black, black, blackness. Okay. And it's going to be an amazing year, an amazing season one of Black Ride at PWI and an amazing week for those who are kicking off and who don't have spring break like me. It's still going to be amazing for you. You're going to rest. You're going to love yourself. You're going to keep showing up as black as you possibly can. You're not going to overwork and be underfunded. You're going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? What else can we say? Um, You're going to look fine this week. Ew. Yeah, all that. Um, Your crush might text you back. Okay, now, now I sound like a genie or something. But all in, all in all, I'm trying to say you are loved. You are seen. You are appreciated. I'm excited for what's coming and happening in your life. And I hope that you are excited to fully continuously embrace your blackness in the most radical way that is going to change our generation and the generations who come after us in a dramatic, a dramatic sense. So this is Black Out of PWI. Make sure y'all tune in next week and we out, 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 we out. We as Black as it's gonna get, respectfully. Now class is out, but that don't mean you should be going ghost, okay? If you like today's discussion or want to keep it going, follow us on Instagram at blackgirlpwi and keep talking at talk. Also, Don't forget to check out our portal for scholarships, financial aid tips, mental health, and motivation some days. This is Breezy signing out. Take care of yourself and keep showing up, sis.